This is Zach. And Kayla. We are here with you guys for a bonus episode of season one, because we want to. Or had to. Or had to. <laughs> they forced our hand, and we will tell you all about it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Bonanza Cabernet Sauvignon. It's from the Camus family, if you're familiar. That makes that's more expensive wine. This is a little bit cheaper, but still good. We picked um, it up from our weekly liquor store tasting. We got to try it there and decided to take it home. And because we pretty much drank all the beer this weekend. <laughs> Congratulations to Brenton and Lindsay for a beautiful wedding. <laughs> yeah, too many beers. It was great. <laughs> um, and a full day of recovery yesterday. But the reason we're recording this on a Monday is because this episode has been really hard for us to, I guess, wrap our heads around or, I don't know, to get straight with, right? Yeah, it's just not good. <laughs> so last episode, we in last episode of season one, we ended. We told you guys we were under contract. We master negotiated. Um, I think it was maybe episode one or two of the season where I said house hunting is fun or something like that. I'll I'll play that back for you right now. So that's kind of what we're looking for. And for us to be able to get all of those things pretty easily, it's not like the budget's really been tight. Um, for pe two people who are not really savers and we're actually really spenders. And um, yeah, uh, we got our contract canceled. So we're still house hunting. Dun -dun -dun. Back to square one. Yep. Do you want to talk about what happened? Why, how they canceled our contract after we were already done with negotiations and everything? Actually, why don't you start with how many contractors we had lined up? <laughs> Couple. Yeah. Handful. Just one, I guess. Floors. Oh, yeah, for the floors. Roof. Siding, roof. Yeah. Um, uh, all my friends for paint party. Yeah, I had a bunch of people I was going to call in favors for, too, to do other stuff. But, Electric. Um, what was it, a few days before we were supposed to close? Yeah, uh, we were supposed to close on Thursday, June 6th, and I think I got the call Saturday, which was... June first. First, yeah. Yeah, I was out working. Bachelor party. Working. <laughs> Slash bachelor party. <laughs> um yeah, I got the call from our realtor and she said, and I was all honestly, Zach and I have been very relaxed since we had gone through that whole negotiation process. And so I was not mentally prepared. Um, so Becky, our realtor with Better Homes and Gardens, she called and she said, I don't have good news for you. The sellers want to cancel the contract. Reverse, reverse. Um, 
All because our finance guy wanted to move the closing date back by a week. Yep. And now they... Six days, actually. Not even a whole week. Yeah. And now it's been... They put the house back on the market, so it's been four days already since we would have closed on. And then... I guess they wanted to close it on the 12th or something. They like that. put the house back on the market on the same day that we were supposed to close the 6th. And we were, they were wanting to move it back to the 12th. So two days. Regardless, they're going to end up sitting on it for longer. Cause even if someone, you know, took, they took an offer today, they're still going to need at least 30 days to close. So yeah, the fastest they can probably do it is like two or three weeks. It didn't make any sense, but, and it did not sell this weekend. Probably because they didn't like that we wanted some money from them to fix stuff, but they were still making over asking anyways. So here's the rub. We got the, which is why our um, our finance guy wanted to move the closing day back. We got the appraisal back and the house appraised for only $2,000 more than what we were buying it for in lieu of getting the siding and the roof done. So if that stuff doesn't get done, the house wouldn't sell for the price that we were buying it for. And because of that, he had to write it into like a different market, not the secondary market, but the first market or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, with a little higher bit, interest rate. Yeah, with a little bit higher interest rate and which was fine with us. We were like, yeah, we're planning on getting the work done as soon as we can after within like 30 to 60 days. And as soon as the contractors could get us in, basically. Yeah. And as soon as the work's done, they could refinance it back at the lower rate. Yep. And we would not, probably would not have even made a mortgage payment at that point. Yeah. Because it takes a month or so to make a mortgage payment. So um, we were fine with pushing the closing date back six days and redoing the loan to where it was in the first market or whatever. And then we would move it back to the secondary market with the lower interest rate later on. Zach and I were totally fine with that. Our realtor went back to the seller's realtor who then went back to the sellers and they said, nope, screw you guys. And so that is the message that Becky had to deliver us, which was, I'm sure, really hard for her. And I've actually never heard Zach be mad before, but he was very mad whenever I called him because we were not together. He was like, what the hell? Are you kidding me? I've literally never heard him be mad before, but he was mad i'd also been out in the hot sun and drinking too so it was not i mean it was like 11 a.m so you hadn't been drinking as long as Uh, long enough (laughs) so um we have taken a little break we've had to process how much money we've spent on inspections on two houses and one appraisal alone is five hundred dollars so um, that's a lot of cash to get a house appraised. So we've been just kind of like mulling that over. We've been talking about, we've been going back on our word listeners. We've been talking about how much easier it would be to just rent and focus on our other life goals, like planning a wedding and opening a business <laughs> because buying a house has not been fun for us. Yeah. Kind of over it at this point. <laughs> So Becky rolled us up and took us to see some houses last week and we saw some good ones and we just haven't really been ready to put offers on anything again. We're still 
It's like when you get your heart broken and you need some time to heal, I think. You ever felt like that? I don't think so, but... You never had your heart broken? Gotta have to have a heart first. (laughs) Ridiculous. No, we're still watching that one of the houses that we put an offer in. Still hasn't closed yet, so... Backup offer, yeah. Do we still technically have a backup offer on it? Yeah. I don't know how that works. I think we have a backup offer in on it until it closes. So we've got backup offers on two houses? Mm Mm-hmm. I think we should just put backup offers on all the houses we like. And then it really will be fate. I guess so. What do you think about that strategy? Might work. I will tell you, I think that our friends Paul and Kevin have the best strategy of all. They live in St. Louis and they own a house. I think Kevin bought it several years ago and then Paul moved in. So they own this house in Webster Groves, St. Louis. They're awesome. Um, And they go on random home tours. And what did Paul say? If they like the house, they just make like a super lowball offer. Lowball the shit out of them because they don't need to move or necessarily want to move. But if they get like a way cooler house for a way lower price, they're totally down. Like that sounds like a lot of work for your realtor, but it's not a bad idea. Something to be said for it, I guess. So we we also, you know, we've made a lot of offers over asking. We've written a lot of letters, which we've told you guys about. And honestly, we're just tired of going above and beyond for sellers who are just freaking assholes. Like, do you want to sell your house or not? Right? Yeah, this might just end up being just a bar hopping uh, podcast. <laughs> this goes on for too much longer. <laughs> Well, we already ended season one, so we at least got that out of the we're way. We're much better at drinking <laughs> we're much than better buying at houses, apparently. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to go back to the first episode and play that little segment of how easy we thought this would be. So that's kind of what we're looking for. And for us to be able to get all of those things pretty easily. Heck, I wasn't even planning on drinking tonight. After staying up till 3 a.m. at that wedding Cheers. over Sunday, but back on that horse or off the horse wagon, whatever it is. On the horse, off the wagon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes it's easier to just walk down to the little green room burger joint and have some beers and practice playing bags at Char Bar than it is to cook at home. Yeah, we had to <laughs> make sure we weren't rusty. We've got a big, uh, Cornhole or Bags tournament coming up this weekend at Boulevardia, a big music and beer festival in the West Bottoms of Kansas City. So we'll be, be under the team name Corn Thugs and Hominy if you're looking for us. Not my like idea. Zach's the genius, creative genius behind that name for sure. I thought it was punny. It is punny. Honey. Hopefully, people get it. Did you hear me? Mm-hmm. It is punny, funny. <laughs> I guess we probably should have gotten custom t-shirts made. I was just about to ask you, do we get t-shirts? No? I don't think so. Oh, bummer. What do we have that's matching that we can wear? Besides, like, outerwear. I know we have, like, matching coats. I don't think anything. We might be able to find someone to make us matching t-shirts. Yeah. Also, um, speaking of, we got a new logo 
um, this week, which was really exciting for us. And we're looking for, I would love to have someone make 15 seconds of an intro and exit song for us. Wouldn't that be cool? That knows our brand and um, can do something fun. I don't know. What do you think? What would be your ideal theme music? I haven't really given much thought. I don't know. Um, let's see what Sturgill Simpson or Jason Isbell is up to. Maybe they'll write it for us. Tweet them. Yeah, so uh, we got our logo design from Josh Deacon. He is out of the UK, Scotland, I believe, and did a great job redesigning our logo for us, which I was pretty excited about. Um, but yeah, looking for some music. What do you, it's not theme music. What do you call it? I guess it'd be theme music. Theme, theme song. We need like a little theme music. So if you're interested, go ahead and message us through the anchor messaging that we have an ad for. That would be so great. I guess we could always use already made music. I don't think anyone's going to well, find out and send us a cease and desist. Well, we're using, yeah, we're using like the sound effects through anchor right now. But it's just not, I think it's not cool. Like, we need something better. Maybe a music or something. Remember, though, I tried to upload that music and it wouldn't let me? Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess I could drink some beer and see if I can burp for 15 seconds or something like that. <laughs> Is that our brand? <laughs> me, the marketing person. Uh, Is that on brand? <laughs> I guess I have a doorbell and then a burp. A doorbell, a burp, and a dog barking. That would probably be good theme music. For bar hopping and house shopping. True. Yeah. So um, on that note, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at bars hopping or bar shopping, B-A-R-S-H-O-P-P-I-N. And that is your fancy bonus episode from us, I guess, right? I think so. All right. Bye. Thank you and good night.